0: Welcome to Relationships Turned On. I'm your host, Laura Press, marriage and relationship counsellor. I believe relationships can be fixed and you deserve to have a connected and loving relationship. I give you the tools, strategies and insights so you can have a world-class relationship. Welcome back to another episode of Relationships Turned On. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm really very excited and have been waiting to actually share this episode with you because I feel like it's a very important episode around the myths and misconceptions on counselling. So whether you've been to lots of counsellors or you've been to no counsellors, I really feel like this episode will give you some insight, will give you some understanding on how it really does and does not work really clearly and really explicitly. And I think that's really great going in because then you have expectations set up and you know what it can give you and what it can't give you. So just before I dive in, quick disclaimer, this is for entertainment purposes only and is not considered advice of any kind. It is not medical or healthcare advice of any kind. Okay. So I hear a lot of myths and a lot of misconceptions about counseling almost every day and I really just wanted to address the misconceptions because I think when you have a good understanding you can get more out of your therapy. When you understand what it is and what it isn't that's when you can go even further. So let's dive straight in uh, The first one and I think it's probably the biggest myth is your counsellor will give you the answer to your problems. Uh-oh, wrong. Unfortunately, this is not how it works. Well, actually, I think fortunately it's not how it works. So your counsellor cannot give you the answers to your problems. So they can give you exercise, communication suggestions or answers that are workshop together. And what I mean by that is they really come from you, but they're kind of teased out. They're kind of like, Really good questions are asked to help you discover the answers. And when you discover them versus you are given to them, there is less resistance for you to implement. You're more likely to like it because it's your idea. Let's face it, who doesn't like their own ideas? (laughs) Um, And basically, it's better for you. It's shown, the research has shown and it's proven that when you come up with these things, you are more likely to put them into action. Okay, so there is really, really good reasons why your counselor cannot answer your problems. Okay, they cannot give you the answer to your problems. So what I mean by that is they can't go and tell you to go do like, You know, yes, you should stay together. No, you shouldn't. Uh Uh-oh, definitely none of those things, okay? Which I know when you're struggling and when you're in pain and when you're in a really, really tough situation, sometimes you just want the answer to be given to you. But that is not fair to you and it's not fair to anybody else in your world because you are the expert of you. And no matter how much you fill in your counsellor or in on what like what happened, or what she or he did or didn't say, they cannot be across every element of your being or your life. There is just no way. There will be nuances that you miss, not intentionally, but you, you know, and it's always one side to the story too. So there are so many facets to an individual's life that it would not be fair to you to give an answer to that, okay? So it's not appropriate and nor may it be accurate if they actually did give you an answer and told you what to do. And plus, I firmly believe my job is to empower you and that means you are the expert of you and you have the answers within you. And like I said, of course, there's toolkits of strategies and communication strategies and different suggestions, of course, that you can put in place to help you feel better or be more self-aware, but it's not an answer per se to this is the problem should I break up with someone yes or no for example it is not that okay it is not giving you an answer to something like that okay so the idea is is that you're discovering what you're thinking what you're feeling what you're worrying about and what you can do about it through self discovery or couple discovery as i like to call it <laughs> which is obviously what i do in my couple session so it's really about you and creating self-awareness and then yes of course how you can take actions removing barriers to those actions all of those kinds of things there's a lot to it so I'll just leave it there for now and we'll go on to number two so the next big myth or misconception is you want your counselor to side with you so you know your partner has done something or said something and All you want your counsellor to do is say they're wrong, you're right and let's go about our business, (laughs) okay? And like I say, I get it when things are tough and you're emotional, that's what you want, I get it. But that cannot help either of you. So no one person is right or wrong in the relationship, okay? I always believe you have 100% responsibility each, not 50-50, 100% each. And I can almost guarantee you, that neither of you are faultless. Like I'm not faultless in my own life. (laughs) There is no perfect person. So therefore, you know, you may have said something or done something or not given attention to, like who knows, there are a million little things. And sometimes it could have been the tone of your voice to something. It all adds up, right? And that's okay, but it just means each of you have 100% responsibility in the situation. So if you want someone to say that you are right, it is not your counsellor. I do like the cliche, you can either be married or right, not both, mainly because I have really seen this play out when you hold on to the notion, well, they are just wrong. They are in the wrong. It's their fault. It's their fault. It's their fault. It's their fault. You never look at your own piece of the puzzle. And to be honest, nothing good comes from that place because they're your partner. You're supposed to be on their side. You're supposed to be a team. Yeah. You're supposed to be, it's supposed to be you and them against the world. Not you, and you're not each other against it. You know, you know, each other against each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's, not supposed to be like that and when you're blaming and when you're pointing the finger and saying it's them it's you they feel isolated they feel rejected they do not feel your love care connection or appreciation and from that place it makes it very difficult to foster a loving kind relationship don't get me wrong you absolutely can switch it and get from that place definitely but if you stay in that place then you're ultimately not gonna end up with the relationship you want. You're ultimately not gonna end up with that deeper connection because they're not gonna want to. They're not gonna feel like they can be open and vulnerable and authentic with you. Yeah, because they might be blamed again for being wrong. Okay, being right or wrong is honestly very not helpful (laughs) in a relationship. So like honestly, who truly cares about being wrong or right? It's about creating a relationship that you love and creating a big, beautiful, loving life together. So, if you get so caught up on being wrong or right, you are missing the point. I say this with big love, but it's also a big truth. I'm going to say it one more time because I believe that there might be someone that really needs to hear this. If you're playing the you're right or you're wrong game and blaming, it's your fault, you're wrong, you're the. Issue in this, da 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 da, you are missing the point. Again, I say this with love. Okay. Number three myth is counseling is not about blaming or shaming. Now, this is quite similar to number two, but I really felt it deserved its own dot point, <laughs> its own number, because once you get into that blame shame cycle, it puts down your partner, it makes you both feel terrible. And you just get nowhere. It's honestly like spinning your wheels in the car and never putting it in drive. You just spin and spin and spin and spin on the same spot until the wheels go down and down and down and down and you get stuck in that mud and you can't get out. And you try all the things, you get all the planks of wood and you get all the things to try and tow you out and you still can't get out because you're still spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning and never putting it in drive. Yeah, so important. Blaming somebody else, like in the end, what's it going to matter? Think about your life when you're 65 years old and you spent that time blaming your partner or criticizing your partner or shaming your partner for what? For what? Yeah? For what intent? For what reason? Because you want them to change? I have to say that, and again, a little bit cliche, but change starts with you. 100% if you can 100% see what you're doing see your patterns see your see your responsibility in it accept what you're doing you know is right and wrong all at the same time because there will be elements that are great that are elements that need changing and make an effort to change right it doesn't even have to be perfect and you can stuff up it can be messy that's okay but make a, a conscious effort to do so you watch how the other person reacts you watch them go oh my goodness they're really stepping up, they really want this relationship. I really mean something to them. I better look at what I'm doing. I better step up, yeah, or they won't, okay, and I'm going to be super real with you or they won't, and then maybe that does mean you know it's not the right situation for you both. who knows, but they either will or they won't, but it you taking that first step leads the way, so waiting for the other person to lead the way is almost negligence, right? If you can. See what you're doing and you know what you're doing. (laughs) And what I mean by you know what you're doing, you know, you know that you're blaming, you're shaming, you're criticizing. If you know that and you can see that it's your responsibility to do something about that. Yeah. Even if you don't stay together, because you can do this in a way that doesn't traumatize each other, that doesn't leave each other absolutely decimated. Yeah. That's not the goal. The goal is to create loving, connected relationships. And if your goal is to not stay together, then it is still to maybe lovingly part ways. And yes, you can do that with kindness. Yes, you can. It doesn't have to be nasty, mean, and harmful to everybody around, including yourself. It doesn't have to be that way. Okay. You can see I'm very passionate about these things. It's just because I, I do, I see it so much. I have so much conviction to help you, to help you create that loving relationship or that really close knit loving family. Because I think if we can have more united families in the world, watch the world transform. When the home unit is good, when the parents in the house are good, watch everything transform. Yeah. Now I know there's a lot more to it, but it's a darn good starting point, <laughs> I'd have to say. So let's keep going. Number four, I've, I've touched on this, but you are both responsible for the current state of this relationship. Now, I know this one stings a little bit, but there is always responsibility on both sides that's required. I'm not gonna go into that anymore because I've already kind of dived into that. But you are both responsible for the current state of this relationship. Please. If nothing else, take that on board because when you change, the relationship can change. Okay, number five, for counselling to work, you have to be open and this can sometimes take a few sessions for you to relax into and that's totally okay. And you have to be willing to take self-responsibility for your thoughts, words and actions and really look to at what's going on for you both to move forward. Now, the myth in that is that people will go, I'm going to the counsellor and the counsellor will magically transform everything. Wrong. If you don't work, it doesn't work. If you don't be open and honest and vulnerable and put in the effort, and like I said, it can take some time and that's okay. But ultimately, if you don't show up as who you really are, then it doesn't work. And yeah, of course, you can people naturally hide things and councils are great at getting around that. That's okay. You know, you can play all the games. We're we're great at getting around all that. So that's no problem at all. But, well, I mean, it's better if you don't, but if you don't really ready, if you're not really ready to give it your all, it can be more challenging for you, yeah, to get the results that you're after. So you, the like I said, the misconception is that you don't have to do anything for it to work for counselling to work you really 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 do okay number six is counselling is just talking so this is the myth I hear a lot it is so so much more than talking and I honestly sat down to write this point and I was like I'd go on and on and on forever (laughs) if I really wrote down all the things that counselling is and don't don't worry I haven't done that I've given you a a brief synopsis but it is more than even what I'm going to cover right now because there are so many intangibles and tangibles that come from counselling sessions and the time in between because that's integration time right that's time that these things and these thoughts settle in and get into practice as well. So it is actually having that time set aside for you and your partner to look at yourselves, your lives, your ways of being, and to fully express in a proactive way what you're really thinking and feeling, which in our busy, busy lives is rare. It's really rare. And sometimes, let's face it, when things are so busy, it takes a fight sometimes to get to that truly real, authentic place. And who wants that? No one. So so this is a much better way of doing it. And counselling can bring awareness to hidden parts of our being or our relationship. It can bring out our words, our thoughts, our feelings, our patterns, our triggers, our traumas. It can also arm you with tools and practices that you may never have thought of or you have thought of but never really knew how or why to put them into action. So ultimately it can create massive, massive change if you're ready. Yeah, it can make huge change. Number seven is if I just go to counselling on my own, it will create no change in my relationship. This is not true. (laughs) If you show up as a different version of yourself or you take more responsibility for yourself or you bring awareness to what you're doing in the relationship, what you are or are not doing, it can shift and change your relationship for sure without question. Number eight is if I just turn up to counselling, and I think this is a little bit of you know, reiteration, but that's okay. If you, the, you turn up to counselling, but you do nothing to action any of it, is it still worth it? Or I've heard it's not worth it because I just go there and I talk and that's it that's not what it is so like it's a yes and a no to this so yes it is talking and like I said before it's all the other things that I mentioned but it is worth it if you get clarity if you feel better if you dismantle a limiting belief but you do get most out of it when you do put in place the small actions outside of the session. This creates a lot of change and gives you massive momentum towards more change. Okay? So there is value in both. And my sessions are always, always geared to both. There will always be suggestions that you can add to your toolbox of success. So then when life throws you any challenges, you've got the. Th- the tools and the strategies ready to go along with yes the talking the understanding the unpacking the feelings all the things right but in a really productive way so look ultimately the aim is always to help people in every single way i can however there is an element of professional standards and ethics that must be upheld which means opinions are not are not openly shared it means I do what's in the best interest of for both of you, for both of the couple, and they both get told the same, yeah? It's what's in the best interest for you both. So the couples sometimes will often get this, you know, if it's an individual session, they'll get the same set of actions afterwards, okay? So do you hold any misconceptions or myths about cancelling? Did you hold any of the ones that we spoke about, I spoke about just then? or do you have other ones? If you do, I'd love for you to email me. You can email me at, laura, at laurapresscounseling.com.au. I'd love to hear about any myths or misconceptions that you might hold, or maybe even a belief, a thought or a feeling you have around counseling, because there's something else. Just to finish this off, I'd like to say: is it every counselor works really, really, really differently. Yeah. And there's really no right or wrong. It's just what they have seen that works well for them, works well for their clients. And, you know, everyone's professionally growing and developing all of the time. I am. I constantly am learning, constantly am working to upgrade myself and my practices to ensure they are cutting edge for every session and every person. Okay. So thank you so much to, for listening to this episode today. I'm really glad you've made it all the way to the end with me. If you found value in this, I would love for you to share it with someone or subscribe or leave me a comment. It means the world to me. Again, thank you so much for listening.